previously on The Adventure Zone. Hieronymus Wiggenstaff, I wouldn't be where I am today if it weren't for the support of my brother and sidekick, Higglemiss Wiggenstaff. Out of the corner of your eye, you notice that the fear bulb is picking up a green stone with silver veins and placing it in his pocket. Leon says, I'm worried that school might not be safe. But you've never had something that you've wanted your entire life, like... I want to party! Festo's a fairy, yes? Correct. No, I want you to cast. And when you cast, floating in front of you is a glowing, magical familiar. And Festo has just imparted to you, find familiar. An organization that I belong to, that your mother belonged to. And now I think it's time for you to consider joining. It's the last day of your first semester at Hieronymus Wiggenstaff's School for Heroism and Villainy, and so there is no class today. Everyone's real-world assignments are completed, and the wheat and the chaff have been successfully separated. Soon, the Thundermen will be moving into their fancy new dorm setup, but as the fantasy rooster crows to begin the fantasy day, we find them waking up once more in their familiar digs. Argo, your extra-dimensional feline friend, sits nuzzling your handlebar mustache. Fitz, snippers, sleeps hanging by a claw off the side of your pillow. It's precarious, but he seems content. So, how are the three of you doing as you rouse from your sweet, sweet slumber? Um, I'm wondering if we've been trying to concoct some sort of harebrained scheme to catch the interdimensional cat to bring it with us to the new room. Um, I know that Argo is very afraid of it still, and I think I take a great deal of delight in that. So if we can continue that arrangement, even after we move on up, um, that would be very, that would be very good for me. Well, I think what I imagine, and listen, I'm just setting up the world. You're painting it, you know? But I imagine uh, with the abilities of this cat, you probably think you have contained it many times and then mm. open the box to find it's not there. It's like next level Schrodinger's cat. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I think I'm just sort of shopping around for some inter- interdimensional, um, you know, salmon. Yeah. Some sort of fris- frisky feast, something along those lines. Yeah, some kind of fancy uh, crystal bowl that the cat can eat out of. Barring that some sort of magic spell that can catch a space cat like this, although keep in mind, I still do only know, like, the three spells. That's and, fair. And um, Thunder Wave ain't getting it done. Does the cat's hairballs, do they disappear as well? On a, I mean, they do, actually, do they phase out or do they what's stay? The, what's the poop situation, Travis? Well, both the poop and the hairballs, um, they're difficult to perceive as well. Sometimes they're there and sometimes they're not. You know, it's hard to clean up after them because you're like, oh, let me get a, a towel 
and you turn around and they're not there anymore. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. It took care of itself. And you put the towel back. And then when you turn back, oh, it's back, you know, and that can go on for hours. Um, I think I would also reach out to Leon for uh, help with moving as a sort of first sort of squirely duty. I think that's how I certainly framed it when I pitched it to him. Whether or not he responds in any way to that, uh, I guess is up to you. Uh, so far, you have not received a response from Leon. That's strike one. Did we lose any of our friends in the latest culling? Uh, no. At, at this point, just as luck would have it, it's all a bunch of faceless, nameless people that we never <laughs> met. Weird. Yeah, and it's definitely decreased. There was one guy, uh, Steve, who, Argo, you were actually very close with. You were beginning to consider him like a brother, but he got cut because uh, he did such a bad job uh, while while on his real world assignment. Um, An and- example to us all of what can happen if you're not at the top of your game. That's right. Here, here at Wiggle Bottom. Uh-huh. Hey, that's not the name of that, but maybe it's not too late to change it. Um, so I, I assume at this point, have you guys packed up all your stuff, rolled up all your uh, rock and roll posters? Pulled all the blue sticky tack off the wall. Um, from the moment I found out we were going to be moving into a nicer suite, I prioritized packing. So I've been I've been ready and raring to go. And and I never did have anything because I'm so extremely poor. I didn't have anything to put on the walls. Or you didn't have put anything on. to put on the walls. No, I I didn't. I mean I I just um, I thought about drawing on the walls yeah. the way you do, but. I have no artistic ability either. Another place where I'm poverty stricken is in artistic talent. Oh, what so, a bummer. Is that the Fairbolg's air supply poster or what's up? <laughs> He's all out of love. Okay. Um, And Gary chimes in. Hey, everybody, it's me, Gary. Uh, just a couple reminders. First, no classes for the next two weeks between semesters, so you're free to head home for a break or... Maybe earn some money over in Last Hope, or you could just hang out here with me. Is none of those an option? It, well, I mean, if if you leave, I mean, I guess you could go do something else. Listen, as I've said before, this ain't prison. You can go, just be back, you know? Class starts again in two weeks. Uh, next... We've got end of the semester student teacher meetings today. Uh, Fearbog, you're with Bartholomus. Uh, Argo, uh, Jackal says you two have already talked about meeting today. Uh, and Sir Fitzroy, you have the special treat of meeting with Higglemas himself. Uh, and finally, be sure to get a present for Rainier's party tonight. That's not like an official reminder or anything. It's just a friendly piece of advice from Gary. Making sure you all don't look like uh, buttholes. Thanks, Gary. Hey, you're welcome, Fitz. Now, you all have some time for breakfast before your meetings. Most important meal of the day. And hey, have some melon for me. How would that work? It's more just in spirit. I don't eat. So, like... Maybe you could have some melon and then tell me about it. I've never experienced melon before. I will tell you the story of melon. Hey, thanks, Fearball. I always enjoy our chats. 
You begin by removing the husk. Oh, slow down, big boy. This is the speed at which the husk is removed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. Then you will slice the melon in half. Oh, Fine. sorry, I'm getting a call. Uh, I'm going to have to go, but we'll pick this back up I later. I will write it down. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boop, 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 boop. And he holds his hand up to his head. Oh, hello. Sorry, this is really important. I got to take this. Yeah, this is Gary. I think Gary lost interest in my <laughs> tale. Well, not me. I want to hear about the, the melon. Do you eat the husk? This is a great tragedy. It is best used to help grow the plants. Compost is what you call it here. In the forest, we call it the forest. <laughs> In Soviet forest? Forest is forest. You drop melon on ground is now forest. <laughs> That oh that that's no not don't pick that up. It's no melon. That is now a forest. No five second rule. Forest. It's, it's the forest forever. It sounds like. Mm. So well, you make you make it sound like such a wonderful experience. I may have me some melon l- later. Gross. That's great and. Okay, that's great in the short term. Do you boys uh, have any plans for the the break, or what, what, what are you what are you thinking? Heading back to the to the old swampland there, Fearball? I must never return. <laughs> oh, okay. So I that- will sit and wait. For school, for school to start again, or this this is all I have. Yes, I just that literally put a chill down my spine. But when don't we go somewhere? When don't we go? You know, to the are there beaches Blah. nearby? Go to the, no, not not. It's spring break. Come the, on, we gotta in the have forest, some fun. We we call the beach. The anti-forest. Mm-hmm. It's the least forest you could do. Well, but if you can't go back to the forest, why not try the anti-forest? The swamp. You, I can go to many forests. <laughs> I'm not superstitious. <laughs> I just have no home in the forest to return to. Well, based on my knowledge of the local sort of geography, we have our choice of the demon-filled forest or a place literally called the God Scar Chasm. So I don't necessarily think there's going to be a lot of chill hang zones in a place either scarred by the gods or it is a scar upon a god. Regardless, I don't think they're going to have, you know, my ties and the like. They really have a shitty visitors and convention bureau here. So, um, I what was, are you gonna do? I was just gonna kick it here. I think no, no need to bug the folks 
back home. Uh, Good Castle is, of course, uh, out of my reach at this moment. Uh, what with my not knowing exactly its uh, its exact location upon Terra Firma, but um, yeah, just gonna sort of, I guess, sit here with the Fearbulg and wait for two weeks. I mean, I got a, yeah, I got oh. guys. Good. Uh, hey, it's me, Gary again. Sorry to eavesdrop. Uh, you oh, could go you're to back. Good. I have prepared many ways to describe the color of the melon's flesh. Oh no, I'm just on hold on my phone call. I will begin with doctor. sunset. Okay, you guys <laughs> could go uh, get some, uh, you know, two weeks worth of work done <laughs> over in Last Hope. Make some money, money enough to say reacquire a cloak flower i mean i guess it depends on how much money you get the rosy flesh of a happy child okay (laughs) i'm going to go find a different gary to talk to can i pick up the the call on a separate gary oh i don't know about all that a pebble weathered by the creek (laughs) orange pebble the time has come for your, or are you guys done with this weird conversation? We haven't really f- settled on anything. Okay, keep going I, then. I mean, I, I, I. Let's I, see where it goes. <laughs> I think maybe doing some work might be a a good idea. It would be nice to have something uh, in the old coffers that you know the three of us could treat as a bankroll for the new Thunderman operation. Uh, something we wouldn't need to require the the bursar's help for. So, uh, I don't know. What you, what and it saying? wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt making making like some business connections. Mm, you know? stre- stretching our villainous legs. I think go that, to a couple of chamber of commerce meetings. Sure, sure. Canvas the neighborhoods. See who needs some naughty stuff done. I suppose. Mm. Yes, I will travel with you. Excellent. Now, uh, as for Rainier, do you think she has a Gary already, or? Because I think I thought we could just sort of hawk ours over there. It's just a thought. Oh, what may, may you know, you know, like those nest things. Maybe she could have one in every room. Sure, you bird's can never nest. have two. I believe you mean birds' nests, because it's fantasy, right? Sure. Let's end this scene immediately. <laughs> That's good narrative. It's time for the student teacher meetings. First up is the Fearbulg meeting with Bartholomus, uh, the Aracocra Snow Owl uh, accounting professor. Now, uh, Bartholomus has been impressed, uh, not necessarily by the results, but by the hard work that you have committed uh, over the semester. Um, and uh, though you may not be his best, you, you are his most improved. Uh, so you you enter his uh, office, you enter his classroom, and he turns to you and goes, "Quick, without thinking, assets equals liabilities plus equity." Yes. Oh, Master Fearball, it does my heart good. Oh, oh. Now, okay. How about this? Equity is measured what? For accounting purposes by subtracting liabilities from the value of an asset. Yes. Oh, oh, you're making me so proud. 
Oh, like you're my own son. Now, above all else, what is the rule? Get paid or get lost. <laughs> well put. Oh, I'm so very proud of you. I I look forward to you retaking accounting 101, but this time with the base level of knowledge needed to pass it. Well done. I will not do this thing. Mm, well, maybe we can work out some kind of special I studies. I will not do this thing. Okay. Well, I thought I had you, but we'll figure it out. We'll, I'll get you. I will take my C minus. Okay. And wear it like the badge of honor. Well, uh, I requested to be the one to meet with you today because I wanted to know how you are adjusting to life here at school. Is difficult. How so? Hmm. I. Hmm. Find purpose in my work. Good. F find purpose in study. But do not have purpose beyond. Oh, I see. When I think about this, there is a, a great pain. Master Fearbulk, if, if please tell me if if I'm prying, and if I am, you do not need to answer. But it's rare to meet a Fearbulk, let alone uh, have one here at the school. They tend uh, to stick with their clans in in the forests. What could possibly have brought you here? <sighs> I was exiled from my clan. And when this happened, I walk away toward the sun. I follow till it began to set. And then I kept at my back as I followed my shadow. I followed this way for 13 days and 14 nights. And the first thing I arrive at is the school. So I decide I would be of this clan of the school. It is fighted. I see. Well, is 
Hmm. I, it seems to me, Master Fearbold, that you are in a somewhat precarious position. Um, so far, it seems you have worked out that your fate is to be here, to be part of this clan, as you say. But it seems like you haven't thought beyond that. Mm. It is better not to think of this. I see. The Fearbog code in your tongue says the tribe's honor over yours. So I honor the school through my work and think not of my honor. Master Fearbog, that is wonderful. That is lovely, but I'm sorry to be the one to tell you this, but not everybody feels that way. Most people tend to work towards their own ambitions and goals, mm. and you need to figure out, at least partially, what it is you want. Or there may come a time when you realize everyone else has found their purpose with your help, and you are once again alone. And we move to the meeting with Fitzroy and Higglemas Wiggenstaff, the head of the sidekick and henchperson annex, as well as the younger brother of Hieronymus Wiggenstaff. Now, Fitzroy, when you enter Higglemas's office, which you have been in once before, um, Higglemas is busy setting up an afternoon tea. Uh, the table is laid out with all kinds of tiny sandwiches and well-baked cookies, uh, and it is set up with three chairs, one for him, one for you, and one for his dog. Oh, fancy lad. Yes, come in, come in, please join us, join us. I I have a name, you know. Yes, it's Sir Fitzroy Mablecourt, knight in absentia of the realm of good castle. And or Thunderman. It's, I'm really branching out. How's it going, Higgs? Well, uh, it's going fine. My name is Higglemas Wiggenstaff. Higgs Wiggs. Okay. Yes, I, fi I figured since I've been escalated somewhat recently, we could speak a, a, a tad more formally. Informally. Well, yes, well, I wanted you to talk with... But first, before we get down to business, please, tell me what you think about the tea. It's my own kind of mixture. I'm unsure. It's uh, it's a dragon flower and elderberry. I've been working on it. Please tell me I've nailed the balance. Oh, I do enjoy a nice cuppa. Uh, I... Lift it up to my nose. I want to. I want to roll a, a check on this. Make sure that anytime anybody sort of encourages anybody to drink anything ever in mm -hmm. fiction, I just assume that there's some sort of poison going on there. So I don't know which role that would be. Uh, uh, I would a say. I mean, perception check. I would say perception. Okay. Uh, that is a sixteen plus a two eighteen. Uh, when you smell the tea, all you can smell is elderberry and dragonflower. 
Mm, there's stinky herbs. That could mean nothing. Uh, okay, I, uh, yeah, sure. I'll take a nice, long drag of that good, hot brown stuff. Okay, what do you think? Is it too bitter? It's, um, it's spicy. I, I will say that. And not spicy in a sort of, like, uh, traditionally good way. Mm. Yes. It's hot, it's hot and it burns my, uh, my mouth and my throat and, wait, Yes, my tummy as well. Yes, that always seems to happen with the dragon flower. And I guess my question is why you would give me this. Well, I'm, I'm, I trust your palate as a refined knight, uh, and I'm trying to find the right balance. Do you want some sugar? Sure. I'm going to investigate the sugar. That's a 14 plus 2, 16. It, and you're just like kind of staring at it, bringing it to your eye. It's sugar. Okay. I'm just, listen, can I talk, can we speak as colleagues? Yes, of course. It's just since I've been on the villain track now for like, I don't know, six days, I've been sort of more aware of villainy, I think, in my mm. uh, surroundings. And so I'm just always keeping my head on a swivel. Where's the poison? Where's the poison? Where's the poison? And so far I haven't been poisoned, which may mean that I'm being paranoid or it may mean that I'm just very good at avoiding poisons. Well, I mean, it's it's always the poison you don't see, right? You know, it's like when someone says it's always the last place you look. It's like, well, yeah, if you saw the poison coming, right? You know, it's always mm. the poison you don't see coming. So, Miss, what can I do for you? Well, I, I just had a couple questions for you, honestly. Uh, okay, first things first. You have had a kind of sour disposition since you got here, and... It's led me to wonder what is so wrong with being a sidekick. Well, it's when you have your eyes on a, a certain uh, goal that you have uh, harbored for decades and decades, it is difficult to have that goal stripped from your grasp when it's just sort of inches away from your uh, quivering fingertips. And then it's replaced by another goal, which is, and I've been trying to do this slightly more since becoming a villain, uh, and I still find it uh, a, a difficult task, but uh, um, it is shittier. That felt weird coming out. Yes, you don't, you don't curse well. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yes, it was just a, a sort of staggering disappo uh, disappointment. I, I realize that's a harsh thing for you to hear, I assume. Uh, it's also that the school's not as good as the one that I was enrolled in. Again, I said that very <laughs> bluntly. Mm. I see. Well, that all, uh, I guess, makes sense. But then that leads me to my next question. You mentioned a goal. I assume that's to be a knight of some sort? Hmm. Yes, of some sort. Why do you give two shits about being a knight? See, it sounded so cool when you did it. Yes, well, you, I've been around the block, son. I've run to curse. You have the, the bitter tongue of a nasty speaker, and I wish I put... I, I, uh, I'll have to train under you for that specific uh, ability. Why do I care about being a knight? Hmm, that's a, a fair question that I would rather not answer to you or anyone. If that's okay. Is that okay? No. Honestly, it's not okay. I... 
what is it? Okay, let's put it a different way. What would it mean to you to be a knight? Hmm. Uh, it would, it means honor and integrity and chivalry. Okay, that's all bullshit. You're no, just saying like the good. words. You get on a horse and people look at you and say, how no, how noble and honorable. And that's what I'm all about, Gross. man. Gross. That's not the real answer. If you don't want to tell me, that's fine. But don't give that bullshit pat trite answer. No one wants to be a knight so that people will look at them and that's nothing. That's a benefit. That's not the end goal. It is difficult to make a name for yourself in this world of showiness and grandeur and, uh, frankly, almost hysterical amounts of uh, inequality. And since I was a child, there has always been something about the knighthood that has seemed fair. If you do the work, and you stay true to whatever cause you swear yourself to, you can become somebody, somebody important, somebody who may someday become even more important in a way that is not simply guaranteed in any other sort of way of life. And so, uh, yes, that is why I sort of single-mindedly pursued this one thing uh, only to lose it when it was so close. Maybe not forever. Maybe I'll work my way back there. Honestly, uh, I've I've come to terms with that somewhat since I've been here. But you wanted the honest answer. That's it. And I I realize it's self-defeating. It's not the most chivalrous or noble answer. But Oh, I... Um, can I tell you something? I disagree. I think that there is nobility and honesty. But I must tell you... I fundamentally disagree with with what you have uh, put forward there because what you're saying is that uh, you work hard and through your merit, you are able to lift yourself up by your bootstraps, blah, 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 blah. I have been in this world for centuries, son. And I can't remember that ever being the truth. There's, there's something to be said for hard work, and there are those who raise themselves up and find new opportunities, but there's always something more to it. Yeah, I mean, sure, cool. I, 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 again, if I was sort of living under the pretense of that being absolutely true a hundred percent of the time, then, uh, well, I wouldn't have had an uh, uncontrollable explosion of arcane energies that um, turned my 
former school director into a bottom-feeding uh, aquatic animal. So, uh, yes, I am a, I am aware that, that what you said is also true, and Higgs, I'm just trying to make the best of, of what I got. Trying well, to make sort of, uh, sort of uh, you know, bad school lemonade, if you will. <laughs> you have brought me to my last question. And kind of brought the whole conversation to the point, which is you have been working hard, and your hard work set you on your path here, uh, where you saw yourself as demoted, saw yourself as missing your opportunity, and then somehow ended up elevated to the villain track. And here's the thing. I don't know if you know this. But in this school's 250-year history, no one has ever been moved from the sidekick and henchperson track to the villain and hero track. So what is it about you that my brother is so interested in? I mean... These guns? I mean, what do you? The, my, I'm a very good adventurer. I I'll be a pretty. Um, Tell me what he said to you. He said something about my righteous guns. These, my arms. I'm pointing at my arms. Honestly, from the moment he said that I was going to move up to a larger suite with its own personal bathroom, uh, I sort of stopped. The rest was kind of static. Um, the rest was just sort of a faint buzzing. Uh, he said, he just said I was very special and the most special boy at the school were his exact words. Something on your mind, Higglemus? Fitzroy, be careful in your time here. There are more ulterior motives in this school than you could count. And no one can be trusted. You are... I keep hearing that. Least of all, my brother. Be careful, young Fitzroy. And congratulations. There it is. Thank you. It would have been... I was waiting. It would have been terribly rude if you had... Thank you. And Griffin, by the way, it was in the tiny sandwiches. That's where the poison was. Ah, damn it. Yeah. That was. Did the, I eat any? But I didn't eat any, though. No, you didn't eat any. But cool. you also didn't find it, so... Shit. Yeah. Uh, and we go to our final parent-teacher meeting. Uh, but Twix, oh, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry you don't mean that. <laughs> Student teacher meeting. Surprise. Well, if it, if you get detention three times, maybe then we'll have a parent teacher meeting. Um, and we find Argo coming to meet with Jackal, uh, in the tavern, actually. Uh, Argo, you walk in and you see Jackal is sitting at the bar. Uh, you can also see a small army of animal skeletons, uh, moving quickly about the place, decorating in preparation for the evening's party. God. Creepy. Uh, hello, Jackal. 
I have, <clears throat> I had, <clears throat> I have a small challenge for you, Argo. I just got here. Just sat down, for God's sake. Can you even not even offer me an aperitif or, you know, say, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? I have a small challenge for you, Argo. Good, it's okay. Except for all these little animal skeletons are really creepy. Oh, they don't bother me so much. I like the animals. Okay, what is the challenge? He points over at Tomas, the school counselor, sitting quietly sipping his coffee in a quarter booth while reading a book. I want you, Argo, to bring me his pocket watch. Now, there are only two rules to this challenge. First, you can't steal it. And second, you can't tell him it's for me. Okay. That's... Okay. If that you win, your yeah. drinks at the party tonight are on me. And if I lose? If you lose, then you know you lost. Oh! Okay. All right, sure. Yeah, I'll go over and talk to... What's his name again? Tomas. Tomas. And, and uh, what's he do again? He's the school counselor. School counselor. Okay. <clears throat> um, hello, um, Mr. Tomas. May I, may I join you? Oh, um, hello. And he closes his eyes just for a second. Argonaut Keen. Yes. <laughs> that is amazing. I can't remember anything. I have a terrible memory. What is, what, how do you do that? Do you have some kind of secret to how you remember all these students' names? Of course, I mean, not as many as, you know, yesterday, since so many of them got you know, the old boot. Um, how do you do it? Oh, um, well, it's honestly just a lot of practice. Um, I work hard to remember. I look at images. I uh, put names to faces. And I make it my job to remember everyone. That is amazing. And does it work on, I mean, just not just people, but I mean, places, things? Well, I suppose if I put my mind to it, mostly I've just focused on students. That's interesting. That's interesting. I, I, I would, any way that you can, you know, train me up on how to do this? I, because I think having a good memory would really serve me well, you know, as, as, as in the Funderman, uh, Corporation. Hell yeah, that's playing a long game. Yeah. Training montage incoming. Sure. Let's put in three years worth of work. No. Um, here it goes. Well, there's really no trick to it. I just pay attention and put my mind to it. And I try to work hard and keep the images in my mind. Uh, it, it, okay. Here's, here's my idea. If you could show me. How did it, let's, uh, you know, let me, uh, you know, borrow something on your, per the watch that you're, the beautiful watch, by the way. Uh, don't look at it. Don't, don't look at it. That would be cheating. But I was thinking maybe you could, uh, let me hold on to it. I'll walk away. Okay. I'll go, I don't know. I'll go sit over there with the, the wingless bird. And he then. He has a uh, name. 
Yes, I know, Jackal. I I know. Um, I, I'm I'm drawing a word picture. Let me borrow your your watch. Walk over there, and then uh, and then when I come back, you have to perfectly describe the watch to me. What do you think? Is that a, a good exercise? And then I can watch you do that and learn. Watch your memory. Watch your memory. Watch memory. Yes. What do you say? Can we can we give it a shot? Maybe he does some fun things with his eyes. Yeah. That's a possibility. I I don't quite Thank see you. I, the purpose. Oh, it'll be it'll be oh listen, this is how we learn everything at sea. You watch you, and you observe. You have to quick, watch it. There's no book learning. Okay, quick fucking uh a little bit of semantics check here. Grifting this poor person out of their watch is stealing it, right? I mean, we're we all feel pretty comfortable with that. Well, be bringing it back to him. Oh, God, I'm talking in character voice. Finally. <laughs> to me, Justin McElroy. Um, Make a persuasion check. Uh, yeah, that's how... Hey, Dan, that's how Dungeons & Dragons works. You're trying to persuade him to give you his watch, and so you need to I check know. and see if that persuasion works. That's a 16 Damn. plus... Plus two? Yes, 18. Well, I suppose as long as the watch never leaves this room, it was given to me by my grandfather. Oh, don't you worry a thing about it. I'm just going to take it right over there. I'll wait 45 seconds, then we'll come back and we will play our game. What do you say? Yes, good, good. All right, could I have the watch, please? Yes, I suppose. Thank you. I will. Don't worry. Nothing bad's going to happen. This is not one of those, you know, Vegas magic tricks where I pretend to smash the watch. That would be awful. Terrible of me to do. Why would you um, even bring that up? That's <laughs> such I a weird so... thing to bring up at this point. <laughs> you already got the watch. Why would you now even plant yes. that idea in my head? I'm trying to make you feel better. You're Just trying to make me to feel better by, by bringing up the very idea of smashing my grandpappy's watch? <laughs> Not on purpose. Accidents happen. Why would you accident? Give it back, please. I'll be right back. I, I, no, that's five seconds into my 45. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Hang on. Okay. Look. Check it out. Watch. I got his watch. Tomas's watch. How did you get it? Argonaut. I, I borrowed it. Didn't steal it. Didn't cheat him. I just borrowed it. I'm doing an experiment with him. What did you say to him? I uh, told him that I wanted to learn how to memorize things by him showing me how he memorizes things. So it's uh, observational. I'm I'm trying to do some observational humor uh, here with him. I figured that would come in handy for a uh, for a sidekick or a henchman or whatever the hell it is I am now. I see. Are you going to return it to him? Well, yeah, I'm going to return it to him. You didn't tell me it was for keeps. You just said bring it to the table. So I brought it to the table. What if I told you not to return it to him? Well, I think I would have to uh, tell you to get stuffed because I gave the man my word and I'm going to stick to it. What if I told you I'd give you five gold not to return it to him? Mm. Five? No, no, not, not, I still wouldn't do it. I still, no. 
My word is my bond. It is a joy to hear you say that, Argonaut. Go return the watch to him. Here you go, Tom. Your watch. Not broken, as you can see. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Did you want and, uh, a, did you want a let I did I miss I, the part? Supposed, no, describe it to me before I hand it to it's you. It's a gold pocket watch. Yeah, and what's inscribed on the inside? To Tomas from Grandpappy. <laughs> oh. Oh, <laughs> Grandpappy. Okay. I thought it was Grand Poopy, so here I thought it was like a joke watch. Why would you here say you that? I just I'm just <laughs> what I'm, a I'm, terrible I'm, thing to say. My grandpappy was a hero. <laughs> He saved a cart full of children from falling off a bridge. Why would you say that about him? And and here's the watch. Oh, this, you must have memories of him. Again, we're back to memories. And and it's wonderful that you remembered that story, thereby proving that I'm learning memorization from the right person. May huh? I please get back to my book and coffee, please? Sure. Here. Here's your watch. It's lovely. And I didn't even wind it or anything. Um, have a great day. <laughs> enjoy your book and your coffee. Who is that? Coffee. Enjoy your coffee. Hey, enjoy your coffee. It's me, Gary, hey, just jumping in to possess Argo for a second. Enjoy your coffee. Is that a duck and get some coffee? <laughs> very good, Argonaut. That was a very good job. Now, to the matter at hand, have you thought about... What we discussed. Uh, yeah. And I've made a decision. I think you're going to be a little surprised. Oh? Yeah. And he rolls up his sleeve on his right arm and reveals to you a tattoo. Brand new, fresh. I mean, his skin's still all red and blotchy. And it's like a compass. But at the four points of the compass, instead of north, east, west, and south, it says blood, bone, rain, and stone. I'm in. I want <laughs> in. If that's what my ma wanted, by God, that's what I'll do. So there that, you go. Look, that's commitment right there. That's like the guy who got the fucking tattoo of that cat the first time he heard Hook by Blues Traveler. Yeah. He just got the album <laughs> tattooed on his back. This is my fucking jail. Oh, I should have told life. you sooner, Argonaut. This but now, my, to be fair, the blood bone the thing, that's just a joke that we tell each other. It's code <laughs> for poop. <laughs> oh, well, they are the Genasi symbols for blood, bone, rain, and stone. So. No, actually, Argo, that, uh, that's very good. Uh, very good to hear. Don't ever get anything right there on your wrist, because boy, oh boy, oh, that, uh, I don't know if that's like close to the neural receptors, but it, it is. It's right like there. Crazy. There's a lot of tendons. Oh, yes. Boy. Uh, well, Argo, then we're going to pause this meeting and we shall continue it tonight after the party. Meet me oh at the forge. Okay. Jeez, you're really tying up a lot of my free time with your meetings, but okay. Uh, I'll see you at the forge. I'm going to have to go put a little antiseptic cream on this because it's starting to puff up. No, don't put antiseptic on it. You're going to want to no, use what? some vitamin D. Vitamin uh, D. Maybe something okay. Vaseline-based, nothing water-based. 
Fantasyline? Yeah, no, I'll go find Vaseline. We have that. <laughs> Weird. Yes. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right. Powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth. Don't worry. Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have an Aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Chicago, we're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2, and we're doing live shows, all a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out, and Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2, schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash McElroy Tours. All the information's there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter. 
In case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all of the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little Sailor Man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Hi, it's me again, your best friend and kind and benevolent Dungeon Master, Travis McRoy. Just a couple announcements before we get back to the show. First, um, we still have some tickets for the uh, Cincinnati shows. Uh, we're doing My Brother, My Brother, Me, and the Adventure Zone February 19th and 20th. That's MBMBM on the 19th and Taz on the 20th. Uh, Sawbones is going to be opening for My Brother, My Brother, and Me on the 19th. So if you are anywhere near the Cincinnati area and you want to come, you can get those tickets over at McElroy.Family and click on Tours. Uh, also, speaking of tours, we're going to be announcing some new dates soon, so keep an eye on the McElroy family Twitter. Uh, also, if you head over to McElroy.family and click on merch, you're going to see some new stuff in there, including a bumper sticker to show your pride if your student is, uh, a, a if your child, excuse me, is an honor student at Clyde Knight's Night Night School, get yourself that bumper sticker, as well as a bunch of other fun Taz stuff and just other McElroy stuff. So check that out at McElroy.family or McElroyMerch.com. Okay. Oh, one more thing. I promise I'll be done. You can still pre-order the Adventure Zone graphic novel uh, by going to theadventurezonecomic.com. It's Pedals to the Metal, uh, book number three. It is our best one yet. I love it, and I'm so very proud of it. If you haven't pre-ordered yours now, go do it, theadventurezonecomic.com. Okay, now for real, back to the show. It's party time. It's time for Rainier's birthday. The three of you, well, let me ask you this. Do you dress special? I always dress special. Travis, I, I think I actually have gone out to the bursar and said, I need the cloak for a special mission. Yeah, I'll bring did. it right. I'll bring, I'll bring it right back. It's time for my photo shoot for Boy Cloaks. I gotta get it. I'll bring it right back as soon as I have finished said job. As soon as you invoke the name Boy Cloaks, Osric is sold. Osric, yeah. he's been a Boy Cloaks subscriber for since he was three. Of uh, course. But where else are you gonna find out about the new cloaks? Yeah, right? And all of the cloak-based uh, advice columns that are in there. Right, yeah. There's the, uh, the cloak joke page. Uh, you're not gonna get that anywhere else. I um, huff it deep. I huff it deep. Oh, I've missed you, friend. I've missed. I've you, missed my... you too, no. <laughs> son. <laughs> what about you, Fearbog and Argonaut? A lot of people um, seem to really like the name Fiscal Responsibility for the. By the, the way, problem, how do we feel about uh, what that? What I didn't realize is Fisk sounds a lot like Fitz. That is true. Too Even close. funnier. Too close. Um, I uh, uh um, Argo made special party clothes for he and the Furbolg out of bed curtains. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. It's like sound yeah. of music. Yeah. And, you know, so, you know, from all of his experience, you know, mending sails and stuff, so he made them uh, each party tunics to wear out of the uh, out of the uh, 
cards. You know, I'm actually kind of disappointed in myself because I went with Sound of Music, but they also did the same thing in A Knight's Tale, and I could have mm. made it. Oh, fuck. And Gone with the Wind. Okay. True. Okay. <sighs> a Knight's Tale arguably would have been the least sort of uh, cultural reference to but make But maybe out of the that. most applicable to the scenario. Anyways, yeah, most of the school students and teachers alike are here. Uh, in the corner of the tavern, you see the skeleton crew is playing music. Jermaine is playing the lute. Victoria plays the accordion. And Rattles plays the drums. And here's the thing. They're really good at it. Does any of them play the ribs like a xylophone? No, that's offensive. <laughs> that's their ribs. Do you go into a band and play your tummy like a bongo? <laughs> Yes. Oh, <laughs> I do actually. I was in the. This is Griffin. I was in the polyphonic spree for a bit. Well, who they wasn't Griffin? <laughs> they didn't know I was there. But I for was a while, it. the only way to not be in the polyphonic spree was to opt out. Opt out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah to send a card in yeah. <laughs> to the government. They listed me as alternative, alternative percussion. Uh, Rainier comes and greets you at the door. She has on a beautiful white dress with pink and gold accents. Her chair's ground effects are on and pulse lightly with the music. Oh, I'm so glad you could make it. Oh, and Argo and Fearbog, you look stylish as hell. Behold this fantastic garment. Yes. Never have I worn it equal. It's l- it has been hewn by my friend Argo Notkin. It is the finest garment I have ever worn. Feast upon it. I do not say this of ego. This is a beautiful thing. See how it sways as I turn. <laughs> Watch the fabric move. Yes, it's... Do you see now? Yes, it's very nice. Many do not appreciate beauty when it is before them. No, it's great. You look great. I'm still turning. Okay. Now I'm done. Okay. You look wonderful. (coughs) Yes, and oh my God, that cloak. Is that... It's the one I told you about. (laughs) Better back and better than ever. I do need to, um, technically, I do need to take some photos for Boy Cloak, unless I want to be caught lying. But wait, we're villains now, aren't we, Rainier? So, uh, lying's what? part of the... Oh, you didn't hear the news? No, it hadn't made its way to me yet. Congratulations. Oh, shoot. I wasn't supposed to... I mean, shit. Ass. I wasn't supposed to tell anyone. That was really awkward. You need to get better at cursing. I'm as as good as a hell bastard at cussing. (laughs) That's some really shitty cussing. It sounds so cool when everyone else does it. Uh, But yes, uh, please don't tell anyone else. I'm uh, a. I've been accelerated. So um, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a bit disappointed. I was hoping you would become my sidekick eventually, but now maybe we can work together as partners. Yes, and maybe, ooh, we can influence each other's villainy styles, right? You can teach me more about magic, and maybe I can show you sort of the error of your ways vis-a-vis small woodland life. Oh, I and, see. Listen, yes. can I tell you something? You're great, mm. 
Mm. You're never going to take my animal skeleton. You can pry them out of my cold, dead hands. You know what I mean? Even then, good luck, because I am a necromancer. So even when I die, I'll probably still be kicking. Man, that's so twisted. Thank you. That's, it's really effed up, and I'm not ready to say that one yet. <laughs> so, I hate to just kind of put the tiger on the table, but presents? Uh, I hold out a present that is uh, wrapped in fine papers. Ooh. F- fine, glimmering papers. Uh, Would and, you say uh, the finest papers? Uh, no. <laughs> God. Oh. Uh, but it's pretty good. Medium uh, it, fine. It's book-shaped and sized. I can't wait to see what it is. And she unwraps it. And what does she find? What does she... F- no. Uh, I, I got you. I learned recently about this wonderful little invention uh, called a notebook of far speech. <gasps> and you can write little, little things in the back of it. And it'll show up in other connected tomes. And uh, I've got one. I think Argo's got one. I'm not sure how he ended up with one, but uh, yeah, I figured, you know, now that we're co-villains, if we ever get, uh, uh, you know, lonely, feeling like some pin pal action, want to spread some uh, some villainous tactics back and forth, I, I figured this would be a good way to keep in touch. That's wonderful. Thank you. And she gives you a big hug. That's ah, my my pleasure. I, I didn't know if you were leaving for the break, so I figured it'd be good for us to have a line of contact. Oh, yes, I, I'm planning to go and visit home, but I'll be back. I shall await your return. Thank you. Um, Argo hastily stuffs back into his tunic a, a gift uh, that, that was wrapped in exactly the same size as that <laughs> gift. Oh, that awkward. He, yeah, really bad. He steps in his tunic and then starts going through his pockets and has an idea and then reaches out and gives to to her to Rainier um, ten beautiful uh, gold rings. <clears throat> um, Holy shit! That came from the curtain rod. Oh, um, <laughs> um, but they are beautiful and. Um, you know, there's one for uh, each finger and uh, one for each thumb. And uh, just, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's from the heart. And with the curtain rod. No, oh, that is absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much. I really appreciate yeah. that, Argo. Yeah, you know. And Fearbulk, it, it's okay. I know that you're not really the material sort. So if, if you- I have never been to uh, a party of this uh, of birthday I did not know of gifts it is a great shame your presence is present enough I'm just glad you're here this word play has fallen on their fears I will not grant it must be righted one moment okay and he rifles through the tunic. I have only one gift. It is very embarrassing. I do not wish. It is not good. No, what is it? No, it's, you will not 
like. I bet I'll love it. It is an incredible melon story I wrote for Gary. <laughs> May I read it? It is a. It is terrible. It is just the story of what a melon is like. Why would you wish this? And she, you have had melon. She begins to read, and she says, oh, "This is beautiful." I did the pictures. You drew these. In, yes. I would have said that they were photos. No, I use charcoal <gasps> to draw the flavor of a melon. This is incredible. Thank you so much for your book. I will cherish this. I might have it bound. Well, don't fold your folding the corner a bit. Oh, if you would. Sorry, thank, let me straighten yes, this. Yes, thank you. I would ask for one other present, Master Fearbulk. Oh, no. The tunic. No, yes. no. <laughs> I knew this would come. No, Master Fearbulk. This no, no, no. beautiful garment. No, may I, I, may I have this dance? Did not deserve. Oh, this is. You have asked for something I cannot give. Oh? This is a terrible... Sh uh, I I will not shame you with my dance. Oh, come on. And she pulls you onto the dance floor. Now, how do you all party? Let me see how I do it dancing. Okay. I'm going to roll a dance die. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say a dexterity saving throw. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Life or death. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I rolled a 12 <gasps> plus one. You dance okay. You dance, let's put it this way. For how everyone was expecting you would do, you're doing great. You okay. are out there. I can live with that. I'll take that. Yes. You, you move in time. You, you have rhythm. I will take it. <laughs> Now, what about you, Argo? How are you partying? Um, I think Argo is moving from group to group doing um, magic tricks. Oh. What? Doing, yeah, hand magic. You know, sleight of hand, you know, kind of uh, making coins disappear and pulling them out of people's ears. So, and just to be clear, because it exists, fake magic, right? Well, yeah. Okay. Now, yeah, do... Not, not doing... Go ahead. Do a sleight of hand check for me. You walked right into that one. 18 <gasps> plus 6. Damn. 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 You are really good at it. <laughs> <laughs> you are just blowing everybody's mind. They've seen lightning called down from the skies. They have seen angels summoned in battle. They have seen the undead destroyed with a holy flame, but never before have they seen uh, a peanut disappear as you are making the peanuts disappear. Never before has a red fuzzy ball jumped from one cup to another like you are now. <laughs> you are the life of the party. Where where did the coin go? It's behind my ear. Are you some kind of old <laughs> god? They say. <laughs> No, and I can't give away my secrets. I'm sorry, the magician never. Surely never you are the greatest secrets. wizard of our time. Yes, yes, okay, okay. I, probably, but uh, you know, I'm not here for that. I'm just here to make you smile. 
just here to make everybody have a good time and, you know, basically to make some friends you know, beyond just my two other friends. Uh, and Fitzroy, you see a ball mm. of light. Yeah, I know. Up to you. Yeah, that's what I was going to do. You know I'm looking for Festo. Oh, hello, Fitzroy. Festo, I've, I it's knew... It's me, Festo! I know, I'm aware there's no other sort of... Uh, fairies of your luminousness at this Ooh, institution. And thank I w- you. I don't know how to put this other than to just say it out loud. Festo, I want to party with you. Hell yeah, my dude. Hey, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, that was very bad. So let's do this thing. Show me how, show me your ways. I, I, well, I, I came over to see if I could have this dance. Oh, of course. Oh, uh, not with you, silly. With snippers. Yeah, sure. Yes, that's fine. We share a telekinetic link, so maybe it'll be like uh, I am partying with you. Well, we can um, all party together, but sure, I want to dance me, with snippers. Yeah, let me He's just... He's the uh, cute one. Right, yes. Do not let your arms get in his pincer area. You don't know what I'm into. All right. <laughs> snippers. Snippers. Be, um, be nice out there. Don't get stepped on. Uh, don't uh, don't hurt them with your with your mighty pincers. You don't know what he's into. Okay. So anyway, here here's my crab. Have fun, Festo. Let's just- do this, snippers. And they began. To dance. It is a whirlwind. Everyone clears out a circle, and it's like the dance from a house party. Everyone is blown away. It's incredible. That's my crab! We share a kinetic link! Their dance is your dance! It's exactly what I'm saying! Uh, and you feel a tap on your shoulder, Fitzroy. I please. I need complete concentration on the crab. Um, uh, sorry, uh, sorry to bother you. Um, Fitzroy, uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh. And done. Okay. Yes. Can I help you? It's Buckminster. Uh, Bucky. For the first time since you've met him, you would describe him as looking disheveled. What's the scoop? Um, this uh, this may be uh, something of a weird question, but have you seen Leon? I was looking for Leon yesterday. I had a squirely um, duty for him, and I must say he has been delinquent in his uh, in his service to me. Uh, so that is uh, that's going to be a no. Uh, for me, Buckminster. Why haven't you seen him? You're like his boss or um, whatever. Yes, it, 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 it is quite strange. He, he hasn't come home in a couple of days, and that is not like him. And I, I, I had hoped that he might be with uh, his friends, with, with you, with you fellows. Um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm quite worried about him. Uh, well, have you... Uh, have you spoken to the administration here? I don't know why I'm the first. No, I have. I I asked, and um, they said, you know, the grounds are quite large. Maybe he was in Last Hope. 
Um, there were some who said that maybe he might have just dropped out, but he wouldn't leave me. He wouldn't leave me. Um, yes, I checked the enrollment list, and it seems like Leon made the cut. Uh, should we... I mean, we're at a party right now, Buckminster. Do you think we should... Are you this worried about it? Should we go look around right now? Um, I've I've looked everywhere. Um, you know what? Maybe he's here. I, 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 I'll look around. Um, I'll, I'll continue asking around. If you see him or hear about him, please, um... Let me know right away. Um, sure. Buckminster, I feel like I should tell you, Leon was acting somewhat, uh, cagey last, when last we spoke, somewhat, uh, n- nervous, scared even, one might say. Uh, uh so oh. I'm, yes, I, I rarely would use this word to describe myself, but I am somewhat alarmed. Oh my. Okay, um... This isn't the place to discuss this, then. Can we meet during the break and make a plan? Um, certainly. I was just going to do some odd jobs in Last Hope, so, you know, catch catch me there. Okay. And he slips away. I don't see Leon at this party, right? Correct. Okay. Uh, the party winds down. Um, and it's time to head home, but Fitzroy and Fearbolg, as you begin to leave, you can't find Argo anywhere. Okay. Fearbolg. Yes. Pal. Yes. Have you noticed that Argo's just sort of been creeping out from time to time? Mm, It is very strange. He thinks that I don't see him, but I sleep with my eyes open, and so he appears in sort of my dreamscape, and he's not half lobster, so I know that he's part of, like, the actual tangible world, and he's just always seems to be creeping. I'm wondering if Argo has, uh, taken a lover? Mm. Or... No, yours is best. I don't want to pry, but I just find it somewhat curious. I thought we were, you know, friends at this point. Maybe he must... bathroom. I Sure. I'm not really sure how, um... how Genasi sort of physiology <laughs> works. He is water Genasi. I would think that his sort of... his urinating game would be on point, but... Um, Still, he must do this. Yes. He is not peeing all the time. That we know of. He must have special room. You all love the special room where you go to make (laughs) the dirt and water. So fancy like a regal king of pooping and peeing. Well, they made a whole thing of it day one. Um, Should we... This is the second time I've had this exact conversation at this party. Uh, should we look for him? Um, it seems rude to pry. If he wanted us to know where he was, he would tell us, yes? This is uh, a good point. Well, uh, Snippers? <laughs> you, uh, first of all, tore it the, he- the heck up out there. And uh, I didn't know you had it in you. And... Um, just thank, just thank you for a wonderful evening. And um, also, I, can you? 
Fitzroy. Yes. Could you ask Rainier to ask him with this uh, book? Mm. Yes, that's a that's a good point. I mean, I I have one as well. Uh, let's uh, let's hit him up. See if he answers. And I scribble in the back of the uh, the uh, book of the notebook of far speech. Uh, what's what's up? Where 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 you at? Love Fitzroy. This is good. How do you respond, Argo? Travis, am I at my secret meeting? You are heading there now. Yes, dear. Fitzroy, how are you? And he wrote it how, and then the letter R and the letter U. Uh, I am fine. I'm running some uh, errands. Getting tattoo finished up down at the hedgehog pen. Um, See you back at the room. Friends for life, Argo Keen. Sounds cool. Have a cool summer. <laughs> Love Fitzroy. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't feel the need to really press him on. I, like, obviously, he's been sneaking out at night, but I have no reason to believe that it is anything like below board. Cool. So we find uh, Argo finishing his response uh, as he stands outside the door to the blacksmith class, the as it's called, the forge. Uh, now, you have not been in the basement. You have not been to the forge since your first day when Buckminster took you on a tour. Uh, as you make your way in, this time uh, the forge is blazing bright uh, and you see Jackal there. But you also see a male Goliath uh, who stands about eight feet tall uh, and he is at the mouth of the forge. Uh Oh, Argonaut Keen, you came and you joined us. Please, come in, come in. Uh, I'd like you to meet oh. my friend, Mosh. Ah, Mosh. Hi, Mosh. Listen, any way to turn down that heat a little? Heat and water, Janasi, it's, we're just not real fond of each other. Could I mean, even if it's just, you know, lay off the bellows for a minute. It is hot in here. Hot, hot. Argonaut Keen. If you will give me a moment, I will turn down the forge. But first, you and I need to talk. Now, Jackal is your sponsor to join. And that means that it is up to me, another member, to vet you a little bit. Okay. Did, did you see the tattoo? No, I, mean, I, I know all that. Here, here, look, look. See, look. Please. Uh, it's a bit of a spiel, if you don't mind. Just some things to tell oh, you. Right. Some things you need to know. Gotcha. Okay, shutting up now so you can give me the spiel. You are about to join an organization that is as old as human memory. It is called... The Unbroken Chain. Now, the Unbroken Chain exists with one simple principle in mind. There must be those who take responsibility. Those who, when they believe someone needs help or something needs doing, 
or someone needs stopping, that they are the ones who step up. There must be someone who doesn't wait for someone else to be the one. That is what we do. Simply put, the unbroken chain does what needs to be done, whatever that may be. Ours is not to keep order or enforce, merely to move forward and to do what is called for. As such, you becoming a member will mean that there will be missions and tasks and the like. These things must be done in secret. Our work isn't for notoriety, isn't for fame, but even more so, without anonymity, we would not be able to operate with the light touch that we do. In fact, you will only be aware of the members of this branch of the unbroken chain, but we are many. Now, you may wonder why the name, why the unbroken chain? It is because we select the next member, and the responsibility continues on. But more than that, we are all equal in the chain. There is no weak link. We all bear each other's burdens. We all take care of one another. We are all responsible not only for the world, but for each other. So, for one last time, does that sound like an organization you would want to join? May I ask a question? Of course. Will this interfere at all in my goal of completing my training and moving on here at this this school? You will, from time to time, need to answer the call and handle a mission or two, but no, it will not interfere with your regular life. So this is entirely in secret? I can't even share it with my roommates. No. All right. I'll, I... Out of love for my mom and in her honor, it's... It, I am... I'm happy to accept this burden and and, and be a link. The missing link in your chain. Please present your coin. My coin. Yes, it's the coin that Jackal gave you coin. with the The coin. Oh boy. Uh, wait a minute. Hold on. Here is the coin. Excellent. Blood and bone, rain and stone. Thank you. And he takes the coin and he places it into a stone crucible. 
uh, and places it into the forge and begins to melt it. And he says, repeat after me, Argonaut Keen. Blood and bone, rain and stone. Blood and bone, rain and stone. Your burdens now shall be mine own. Your burdens now shall be mine own. No longer shall I walk alone. No longer shall I walk alone. I vow by blood to work unknown. I vow by blood to work unknown. Rain and stone, blood and bone. Rain and stone, blood and bone. And he finishes what he has been working on and places it into a vat of water to cool. Uh, And he raises a chain uh, with the emblem uh, that you have seen now a couple times, uh, the overlapping rings uh, encircled that you now recognize as chain links. Um, and when you see this pendant, you finally realize why it seems so familiar to you. When you and your mother were alone, when you were a small child, she would reveal to you this pendant that she kept hidden from others. And in fact, when you were very small, just two or three, she would even let you hold it and ask questions about it and catch the sunlight with it. That's where you've seen it before. And Mosh places the cool metal pendant over your neck. You are now the newest member of our branch of the Unbroken Chain. And so I can reveal our first and pretty big secret. Do you remember early on in the semester when Gary made such a big deal out of there not being any secret passages in the school? Uh, yes, barely. Well, that's not entirely true. And he slips on uh, a heavy, ruined glove and reaches up into the forge, and you hear a clunk, and the fire dies away, and you realize that it is actually a path, a tunnel to a metal door. Come with me, Argonaut Keen. And you and Mosh and Jackal move to the door, and he uses that ruined glove to open it. And inside, uh, you pass through the shimmering doorway, and you find a large table. And at this large table is seated uh, Dakota, the drinking teacher, Sabor, the tortle researcher, Ramos, the shieldwork professor, a female dwarven woman that you don't recognize, as well as a young-looking silver-haired elven woman that you don't recognize. There are three chairs for you, Jackal, and Mosh, and they invite you to sit down. Now, let's get right to business. For your first assignment, Argonaut Keen, tell us everything you know about Fitzroy Maplecourt. And across campus, Fitzroy and the Fearbog have laid down to sleep. When the Fearbog closes his eyes and drifts off, the dream begins again, only this time, you don't find yourself in a forest by a campfire surrounded by your clan. 
you find yourself in Hegelmiss Wiggenstaff's office. You are standing in front of his desk. He holds in one hand the stone that you picked up from the magical ore cave. He is wearing the camera spectacles that you used to photograph the rift in space that the Zorn moved through. This is very interesting. You say the rift just appeared? Yes. That is interesting. You have done well. Uh, This is exactly what I asked for and more. Hmm. And there's a knock at the door. And he says, ah, that must be my next appointment and smiles at you, Fearbulk. Yes, come in. And the door opens and Leon enters. Uh, yes, you, you, you wanted to see me? Ah, yes, uh, Fearbulg, uh, that's all you may, uh, forget. And the vision begins to fade, but before it does, you hear Higgelmas say, Now I understand that you've made a report to the Heroic Oversight Guild, Leon. That is very disappointing. And then it all goes black. A bright flash of light, a whiff of smoke, and the dream fades. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned Audience supported